It's break time. Welcome to our newest episode. It's your co-host, Rissy Ray. Hey, hey. And yours truly, Kaninja. Today, Rissy and I are going to talk about women empowerment. Dun, dun, dun. Woohoo! <laughs> so, what is woman empowerment and why is it important? Rissy, what is women empowerment? Women empowerment, I'm reading straight from the dictionary, okay, <laughs> is <laughs> so we can go through what I think and what the book thinks, okay? So what the book says is women empowerment can be defined to promote women's sense of self-worth, their ability to determine their own choices, and their right to influence social change for themselves and others. In Western countries, female empowerment is often associated with this is a southern thing. I don't know how to say specific, specific, <laughs> specific the phases of the women's rights movement in history. Hmm. So really, it's the it's more or less saying, "I am woman, hear me roar." Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, <laughs> threw you off, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, um, it is. I feel like uh, when it comes to women empowerment, I do feel like it, it it's associated also with like gender equality, mm. right? And mm. it's like to me, it kind of taken its own form, where that's where you see like kind of like the they're not equal. But sometimes it is confused, associated, accidentally associated with feminism. Right? right. I was about to ask that. Okay. And so with gender, it's basically um, what we spoke to earlier about gender identity. Da, 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 just a plug in from our previous podcast. Tune in. That um, gender, oh, excuse me, it's been a long day already. So with gender, it's more of with gender equality is basically taking the social construct that we have for associated roles for men and women, right? And making it equal. For example, I think another one is pay, right? Mm -hmm. So on paper, right, just in general, the, uh, a male or like just in general, a manager is supposed to be, has a range, a salary range, of 10 to $13. That's mm -hmm. the managerial range for this, for this salary, right? So we're thinking in the best of, when we are thinking gender equality, we're thinking about straight experience, um, references, things of that nature, right? Mm -hmm. To determine this person's um, salary. Right. And what what is seen is that um, they're what is constructed as gender, what we define as male and female, that women are notoriously given less money for the same similar job. Right. So with the women empowerment, which is equate to gender equality, is to form that funnel of regardless of this particular gender, the pay should range from twelve to thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Because you're doing the same job. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, that makes a lot of sense. Trying to eliminate it. So I do feel like with feminine, feminism, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's close, but not quite. 
there is a separation because guess what there's two different words right mm. <laughs> two different <laughs> words to use but um we are here unless you know Kenidja Kine- wants to speak to something different and we're more focused on women empowerment right and Rissy will keep me honest if I start going on the feminist <laughs> well it, you know it's interesting because we did um we did do some research prior to um this particular podcast is kind of like some, some statistics right mm-hmm. and again women empowerment we're using women empowerment and gender equality the same so for example right um violence against women and girls right mm-hmm. so um i found this information from the u from the u.n women foundation and what i found was interesting is violence right so when we hear about violence nobody should be harmed no one should no one has the right to come and do harm to you your family your property and things of that nature correct right right and so the issue with violence is that it's it's the statistics are huge against women and and girls, right? Females. Mm -hmm. And just some statistics prior to the pandemic, right? Um, Prior to the pandemic, it was stated that one in three women will experience violence in their lifetime, Mm. right? Yeah. That's a crazy amount of people. Yeah. We really put that together. And there's also reasons why, because obviously with the um, pandemic, right, there is more stay-at-home guidance. People are restricted to lockdown, stay at home, which most likely, if you're a domestic violence um, survivor or you're currently experiencing this right now, you are now with your abuser, mm-hmm. okay? And now you have limited access to support services be- to like the justice system, healthcare, and other resources because... I don't know what you're thinking, but with me, I got to make an appointment. Right. I have to get an email. Right. And just know that, hey, it's disproportionate between violence against our counterparts and women and girls. Mm-hmm. So that goes in hand with, you know, gender equality, women empowerment, because no one should be, you know, no one should do harm to you. Right. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because I never... Like, I always know that, like, yes, like, no one should do harm to me, but I never thought of it as on the same lines as women empowerment. I just thought, it was like, yeah, like, no, don't do not do harm to any other person. But you're absolutely right that it is part of gender equality, because if you look at the statistics between women and female, uh, female and male, yeah, there is, that's no, there is no equality. It should be zero, zero. Mm-hmm. But the the difference between females and males is a large difference between and um, you know experiencing that va- that violence. Mm-hmm. So that's that, kind of scary. Yeah, because you're you're looking at some of these statistics and you're just like, well, my goodness, like you have that. Then you have everyone knows this the infamous gender pay, which I just mentioned in my own mm-hmm. <laughs> in my my own example that there's a pay gap. Like regardless that. Um, you should be paid for what you're worth, mm-hmm. regardless of your gender. Um, that that's something that people need to think of, right? Or even just the discrimination with um, women at a certain age. So I've heard a certain 
companies either at one point or still doing that today is that if you are a certain age, I think like in your 20s, 30s or so, mm-hmm. then there is a little bit of reluctance, especially if you're just getting married or are married. There's a little bit of reluctance on hiring a woman around that time because there is a high chance that that woman could become pregnant. Yes. And then they'll lose that person for X amount of time or have to pay maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And, so, and on paper, you're, you're not supposed to, but I heard a manager say that one time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is a good girl, but she's, she's like six months pregnant, so I can't hire her. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's not right. But, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get know, another dollar off my pay. <laughs> right. Exactly. And just to let you know, like when you do those first jobs, everyone has the first job experience where they probably experience something where obviously now when you mature in your job that you're like, what the blink did I just? <laughs> heard so some of those you know your first let let us know about your first job experience because like I said that was definitely I was like oh okay like I'm like well I'm not that was before my child so I'm like okay I'm not pregnant so whatever but I'm like wait wait (laughs) 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 you could have gotten a job for that (laughs) ma'am it's like go take bags I'm pregnant I was like what uh, but I, well, I think um, when it comes to <laughs> women empowerment, I think it gets misconstrued because mm-hmm. um, what everyone's definition of women empowerment is different. Mm-hmm. But again, for me, my personal definition is the textbook and along as, hey, you know, when it comes to the socially constructed roles and responsibilities for like men and women, it just makes it equal opportunity, right? Equal power, right? So that the we all experience like financial independence, education, also personal development, okay? And what with feminism is more in the take of, I found different definitions, okay? Okay. Uh, with feminism is characterized mostly of like challenging the patriarchy tree. I'm going to spell it. P-A-T. Patriarchy. <laughs> hey, this is Wilder from school. If you don't know it, spell it. Spell it. <laughs> or, you know, sound it out. Uh-uh. uh-uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. I've been messing up today. All right. <laughs> oh, <no>. Patri. <laughs> uh-uh. We good. So that word. So it's more of like, it is gendered, right? Mm-hmm. So it is gender because we're going against the traditions, right? right? But it's more of like contesting like political social arrangements that are dominated by men or like the, the, the male. So is it like feminism is male versus female where uh, women empowerment is more or less e- like male equals female? To me personally, Kaninja, that's how I feel. I can see that. I feel that. And feminism is more like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna mess some stuff up, okay? We're about to <laughs> we're about to do some stuff. Um, I don't need no man to open a door for me. 
No, I don't need like uh, what reproductive rights, right? With birth control mm-hmm. and um, how some people feel that when it comes to birth control, your employer, if you get insurance for your employer, just for example, that they should not have to cover birth control. Hmm. Um, or, you know, there's always a talk about abortions and, and you know, things of that nature. And feminists are more like, hey, whatever I want to do in my body, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Leave me alone. And we're like, yeah, fight fight it. And we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't tell me. (laughs) You tell them. (laughs) You know, like, don't, you know, yeah, we can do this. And I I feel that because of how some, some of the media, that is definitely a factor. Right, mm-hmm. that it portrays like feminism in a way that is not women empowerment. Right, right. It's, it's basically women being catty and saying, "I want this, I want this." Men, like basically saying, "We don't need men at all." Like it's a complete flip reversal of how it used to be in history. And that's what a lot of men even think, too, is that whenever someone says, I'm a feminist, they're just like, oh, you're one of those. And like, you know, I think that that definitely that that title, I guess you can say, has been misconstrued a lot. But, I, yeah, definitely women empowerment is, is more or less, yeah, I want to be on equal standing with you. And I, I don't want just you to acknowledge that, but I want my company to acknowledge that. I want my government to acknowledge that. I want my peer to acknowledge that. That we Absolutely. And that's what I get a lot of. Like when you talk about like women empowerment and how I mentioned earlier, like, hey, it, it's different for different people. It's like, that's the reaction I get if someone acts like when I even say women empowerment, they're just like, okay, like... <laughs> <laughs> Like Valentine's Day just passed. So some women are like, I don't need you to buy nothing for me. Mm -hmm. Or you got the same women who are like, hey, we don't need men. Or people feel that we say, the feminists say, we don't need men. But you better buy me Valentine's Day gift. That's your role. Right. Now it's like, it kind of seems like uh, like we're teeter-tottering. Yeah. You want this, but do you really want this? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people get frustrated. Oh, yes. Um, it's, c- communication is key, right? Um, so that we're all on the same page. But yeah, I feel like a lot of people, it, it's confusing. Yeah. Because to me, I like the door being open. for. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just considerate. I'll open a door over for a guy. But like... See, see because you know why? Because you know they need help. Or whatever. I, I mean, so I courtesy, guess... Courtesy. Like, yeah, okay, it's courtesy. Yeah, because I'm not going to slam a door in someone's face. If someone's right behind me, I'm going to open the door for them. You know? Equality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you're a man, and therefore you can open out your own door. No, I'm just going to say, you're a person. Let me open the door for you, because why not? Let me just be nice for once. I'm just saying, it's It's crazy. Some of the stuff that, you know, when you hear the word empowerment, gender equality, or feminism is, is the reaction that you get. 
Right. And I feel like, again, the certain information, right, gets misconstrued. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of messes with the mission and what what we came to do. Right. right. Exactly. Now, one thing that I don't appreciate, and Rissy, you tell me if this is a feminist or if this is women empowerment, but when a woman, when I am trying, okay, when I am trying to lift something up that is portrayed as heavy, like a case of water, and another woman is like, no, 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 don't lift that up. Get, get some other men to do that for you. And, you know, if I said, no, no, I'm fine. I got this. No, no, no. It's too heavy for you. Don't do that. And I get mad. Because I'm like, I got this. I don't need no strong man to come help me lift a case of water. Because I can do it myself. You know, is that way of getting mad and that kind of way of thinking is that more a feminist way of thinking or is that more of a woman empowerment way of thinking you are freaking stubborn that's what it is you want your back <laughs> messed up and you don't care you want to prove everyone wrong like i got I, I, on, on the little what the little trolley that the er well i picked it up i didn't need nobody to pick me up like <laughs> stubborn <laughs> that's one <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> um, to me, and prideful. <laughs> and prideful. Because you're like, I wouldn't, why would I get water? Because you're basically like, ma'am, or whoever. Why would I pick up water if I couldn't get the water? Okay? <laughs> Screw you. Okay, okay. So break room buddies. Rissy just knows how I think. So. <laughs> you said, screw you. I'm gonna get this and I don't care. I, now I don't even care. I was gonna ask for help. I was gonna maybe figure it out, but now you say I need somebody. Yeah, I'm gonna break my back trying to figure this out. <laughs> I'll do it with a smile on my face. <laughs> um, I think has she said, I think if the person had said maybe you need some help no gender on it mm-hmm. it's just you you just need help it would be more like like hey we just need help right nothing but the fact that she said no you need a dude to help you no i don't need no dude to help me that <laughs> <Now>. goes <laughs> maybe you could help me but i don't need a oh, dude to help me you're right you maybe you could help me since you're pointing out that i need help so right. I need no man. And right. that's where he looks at you, little feminist. <laughs> so she's answering my question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no man to help me. Uh. Now, if there was a man that was around and he was like, hey, can I help you? I'm like, sure. You know, or as I say, do you need help? No, I don't need help. I got it. But Jeez. let's say, say, can I help you? <laughs> yeah, why not? So, so they have to watch how they say it to you. Yeah, this is free help that you don't have to pay for. But you said I need, I don't need anything. Okay, <laughs> I came and I wanted, I wanted water. I came for my water, and I'm gonna okay? get it myself. And I'm gonna get you it. Want to help me? Unless you want to help me. <laughs> well, yes, and that's that's simple. That's a mindset that I have as well. Where if someone were to mention, if someone were to offer me help, obviously two is always better than one. 
Mm-hmm. So I would not mind the help. But when you go and take it down that I need a man because I'm a weak female, right? That doesn't help the discriminate the, the gender discrimination that women are seeing in different aspects of their lives. Right. And now every time a female tries to try to prove that they're not weak, they're considered a feminist. Or they're like, oh, this female right here. I'm like, well, you male. Like, are we making this like an insult now? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or like certain professions. Mm-hmm. For example, construction. Mm-hmm. There are women in construction. Mm-hmm. You don't know, you know, like there's different levels. Obviously, there's entry and then executive and senior. But I, I spoke to one person who was in construction, a, a woman. She was like, people would come up to her and be like, you're too pretty for this job. And you're like, I, I, I have a degree in, it was a degree in some type of science, mm-hmm. it, which um, got her into construction management. She's like, I have a degree for this. What are you talking about? Yeah. This is like, I can do this. Why are you looking at how I look? Mm-hmm. So, and it's the same thing with engineering. Engineering is the same way. And then the, the men in those classes would be like, oh, you don't know this stuff. I feel like, I'm in the class. <laughs> actually passing. <laughs> Probably with a better score than you are. What do you mean I don't know this stuff? You're just a girl. Uh, I, I mean, I am a female with female parts. Um, but I'm still in this class. <laughs> Right, I you said I passed the introductory level, okay? Yes. This is engineering class one. This is two, so I made it. Like, what right. are you talking about? Exactly. So it's just like it goes from discriminatory from towards your looks. You're too pretty for a job like construction, which is BS, and then it goes to discriminatory towards your own brain because it's just like, oh well, you know, you're not smart enough to be an engineer. And, and yet, just, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Well, on that note, we are going to go on a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. And maybe we'll talk about the different types of empowerment. And why is it all so important for you know, everyone to know about it? With that, we'll be back. And we're back. All right. So on our break, I ended up getting a cup full of strawberry margarita really yes i'm trying to be just like you when i grew up (laughs) so they had this all these different types of margaritas at walmart and walmart if you want to sponsor us that'd be amazing but they have a whole ton of margaritas there and i've tried the they have like a chocolate teeny so that's like Mm -hmm. a, a, a martini and so I tried that. It was good. And then I'm trying the strawberry margarita. Now, strawberry margarita, if you tried it, it needs to be cold. It just doesn't mm-hmm. taste right if it's warm or lukewarm. So it's got, it's got to be cold. So I have a mug, put ice in it, and I put a strawberry margarita in it, and that's amazing. I'm jealous. <laughs> What'd you do during the fragrancy? Well, I have like a crap ton of leftover Girl Scout cookies. I'm addicted. And um, it's some lemon up. So I had um, a hot tea, you know, kind of tea and crumpets type deal with my, my cookie. And I was like, this is, this is, this is what life is about. Okay. Debt. 
get into these Girl Scout cookies. As long as you're happy, that's all that matters. <laughs> happy and dead. <laughs> Girl, those Thin Mints, though. All these are addicting. Oh, my gosh. All of them are. They have to put crack in those. Oh, just a little bit. That's why they only, only certain people, because those are the only ones who were willing to sign the disclosure agreement. Like, <laughs> so you guys put what in there? <laughs> yeah. We can't use you. <laughs> you know what's really funny? We actually saw a Girl Scout cookie stand outside of a tobacco store. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. that chick, that little girl is going places. <laughs> she knows <laughs> her audience. Is I'm just gonna be right here, ma'am. And they're like, sure. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine if like you're in California or Colorado and you're outside a freaking weed store and like you would sell so many cookies? So right, many. especially. Mm-mm. They, they knew what they were doing. The council knew what they were doing mm-hmm. when they let um, they let them set up shop. They they, they said, absolutely. Yes. Get Walmart and Food Lion Hair Teeter. <laughs> you didn't get no tobacco shops. <laughs> That's what they did. Where you can't even go inside because you're too young to go on the outside. <laughs> right. Said, Just be on the outside, you know. Be on the outside. You see how they do these? <laughs> these babies oh my gosh they're setting them up for life yeah (laughs) be where the drugs is at (laughs) know your audience know your consumer know your audience (laughs) all right so back to women empowerment so Rissy, why is women empowerment important women empowerment is beneficial in so many ways Kaninja. one major (laughs) (laughs) one major um benefit is that when women are empowered okay that helps with the economy Mm -hmm. and therefore the economy grows when more women work economies grow that is essential okay Mm -hmm. another when you are empowering women closing the gender gaps of course in the workforce it leads to a sustainable development for a country right. as well when more women work. And obviously, again, when more women work, economies grow, which is awesome because we all want that. Um, women empowerment also assists with educational attainment, mm-hmm. okay? Because uh, when it comes to education, it can go into certain job or industry such as like technology digital transformation things of that nature that is definitely needed this is definitely a field that is continuing to grow that I don't see ever leaving it allows women to be able to and we're thinking globally so we're not just thinking U.S. we're talking about globally right allowing um, women and and girls to attain education and pushing finishing school and all that stuff the economy the whole economy the world benefits from that mm-hmm. that's <sighs> sad rissy that was good it's good stuff man it's good okay. stuff man. so you we need to be able to empower now I, it's been a long long time <laughs> i sound so old it's been <laughs> a long, long, long time ago a long, long time <laughs> since me 
in Kanija has taken an economics class, okay? Uh, We've taken it, uh, okay? <laughs> uh, macroeconomics. Oh my Nuts. goodness. Uh, it's, it's definitely, it's basically a switch and I took macro and micro at the same time. Oh, jeez. And I was, and they, I was told, why did you do that? I was like, because, because, and they're like, <laughs> because, <laughs> but it helps um, economies. Cause think about it. It's, it's more education. That's what it goes into developing and develop, hmm. developed countries. Right. Cause that's what, what, those are really the main difference. There's other differences, of course, that we're not going to get quite into today. But you take an underdeveloped country and a developed or developing country, and there's significant difference as to where they are. Right, right, and, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree. Because I mean, if you have the basically, if you have the diversity, you know, by within the same room, let's just say, because you're given that opportunity, you're able to have more innovative ideas, more areas of improvement. So yeah, your economy is going to grow. You're going to have more intellectual and, and having more knowledgeable people, you know, across the board around each other. And then with that, you're, the, more generations are going to be more adept to, or more adaptive, more innovative. And then, like you said, just the economy, it's going to get better. It's going to be more, uh, efficient if you have more people in the room more different people in the room with different ideas and different perspectives to make everybody's life easier if you have women empowerment absolutely and just to throw some little bit of statistics out there um, from the un uh, united women group globally just about uh 2.7 billion women are legally restricted from having the same choice of jobs as men. Wow. Okay. Um, and now this is a study from 2018, but still, re- I feel like it's still relevant today. Mm-hmm. Um, out of 189 economies globally, of course, it, from 2018, 104 economies still have laws preventing women from working in that word, I'm Southern. <laughs> Which one? The patriarchy? Uh, it, right, particular. So Specific. I, yes, jobs. So there's still laws that prevent women to go into certain industries. Mm-hmm. And there are 59 economies globally, of course, that have no laws on sexual harassment in the workplace. Really? Mm-hmm. This is again from unitedwomen.org. It's an org, so it's real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so blame the dot org. <laughs> blame the dot org. And as well, in 18 economy, obviously worldwide, globally, husbands can legally prevent their wives from working. And they better make that money. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Like, look. In this day and age, we need women empowerment. We need women to be working and to be making the same amount of money as men. If men are going to be like, no, 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 you're going to stay home, then women should be like, okay, well, then you're going to have to pay the bills and not just, you know, do what you do. 
Right. So think about it, right? And so if I'm t- saying from, because it went from, I said, 104 that have laws preventing women from certain industry jobs to 59 that prevents, um, that do- doesn't have any law protection for sexual harassment to 18 different economies that have, um, where husbands can prevent their wives from working, right? Doesn't it show like when it gets smaller that it seems to apply to underdeveloped economies? Right. Yeah, it definitely does. You see how that affects, like, you're like, okay, so the laws where you're like, wow, there's really not that much protection to women, their economies are not as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So that's just, just you see how that works. Right. That, that hey, these laws, because to me, here's the, here in the economy where there's no laws against sexual harassment, excuse you? Mm-hmm. He's excuse like, uh, you? No. No, yeah. no. Yeah, and so you you're like, okay, well, that doesn't that doesn't help more women to enter into or ladies to enter into the labor force, right? Knowing that the, the protection is limited, right? Any. Yeah, they're not going to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Like, not only are they may not even be allowed to go in there, but even if they are, if you don't have any laws against harassment, you're not going to feel safe. I mean, kind of going back to the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. you know, that was huge. And, and it really affected a lot of men, which is good, you know, that that happened. I mean, in a situation that I personally heard of, but really personally went through, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> um, basically, you know, one of the men used to put their hands on my shoulders. I didn't think anything of it. You know, it was like, whatever. And it was just like a, a little scare, like boo. I'm like, oh, ha, 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 you know, moving on. Nothing of it. After the Me Too movement, the person apologized. And they're like, I'm so sorry. I, I shouldn't have done that, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, you're fine. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel like it was harassment. But like, you know, luckily there's men like that. But there's other men that'd be like, if there were no laws, mm-hmm. like, come on. They would take full advantage and then women would be, just be scared. They wouldn't want to go in the workplace, even if a workforce, even if they could. Because mm-hmm. again, genetically, genetically, men are stronger than women. Physically. Yes. yes. So basically, that is just unfortunately that's what happens. And, and by the way, you should have gotten money. You should have been like, no bill. Um, <laughs> I'm actually actually head, about to head up to, to HR. Um, I'm, I'm scarred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I thank you for telling me this, but I already wrote my paper to HR. So, I mean, I don't really know. Unless you got that hush money bill. I said it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Then we don't have nothing to talk about. <laughs> um, and, and so these are the things that makes women empowerment so important. Because mm-hmm. we all benefit from it. Um. <laughs> exactly. So how can you recognize or help empowerment for women? And there are five different ways. Oh, no, no. Counting six different ways um, of this, and this is not a dot .org, this is actually a .com that I got this from. Oh, questionable. <laughs> Thriveglobal.com. 
so the six areas of or different types of empowerment that you could recognize are social, educational, economic, psychological, and political. Okay. So if you look at social, it's something that we've already kind of touched on already, but basically it is more of it, it's more the prominent forms of empowerment and it strengthens women's social relationships and their positions in social structures. So kind of like giving them more purpose outside of the home. So long, you know, women's in quote roles were to be in the home with the children. So this gives them more of that, that push to be like, you can be in the workforce. You can be social in other ways than being a housewife. Yeah. Like it's, it's getting normal. I do do attest to that because, um, first for, um, everyone's American dream or their dream of their future is different now than it was um, a few years ago. To some women, you can be um, unmarried, no children, and travel. It used to be, you know, kind of like, not not out loud, right? But you travel, as a guy can travel all over, right? Mm-hmm. But for women, it'd be like, are you traveling with someone? Or you're just, pack, you know, backpacking it yeah. all over wherever you're going. You're just like, you're not going to bring anybody with you. Right. Right? Now that's not the case. There are women who travel on their own mm-hmm. and yeah. they're like, Hey, if I never have children, never get married to whoever, that's all right. Right. I don't have to have kids. Right. So, and that's a big thing too, is that for women, for a lot of people out there, when women don't want to have kids or just, just say, Hey, yeah, I don't have want to have kids. It's just a shocker. And you know, that, that should be normalized. That should be spoken as you know you don't want to have kids that's that's your choice you know and that's perfectly fine right that wasn't the case so that that's one thing to empower women it's like hey if you want to you know people push you know get married at you know 18 or 20 or whatever you're like hey if you want to get married to your first if you choose to get married of course to your first husband at 40 okay right we're here. Exactly. <laughs> We're here to celebrate. We have wine. We'll exactly. celebrate with you. We so always have wine. Thing. We'll always have wine for you, whichever <laughs> you choose. So that's definitely, yes. I like that one, Kaninja. <laughs> awesome. And real quick, I just want to mention, I know this is a little bit uncomfortable for a lot of people out there, but for the longest time and only until really recently, you know, with the women's civil rights movement and so on and so forth, women did not have control over their own body. Yes. Like on what they could do with their body or what other people can do with their body. They had no say. So you might as well have thought of a woman as a tool, you know, as a pet or whatever the case, you know, so that's just just remember that as we're going through these and not just to think like, oh, here we go again. You know, it's like any other thing. Like, would you say the same thing if, and I'm going to be very controversial right now. So, oh yeah. Would you say the same thing if a Jewish person was saying stuff about why Jewish people shouldn't have done or shouldn't have been done to how they were during the Holocaust? You know, would you would you just be like, oh, here we go again? 
this Jewish person saying why they shouldn't have been gassed and killed. Oh, I'm so tired of it. And it's just like, really? Is that something that you would do? No, you wouldn't do that. So why would you do that to women who had the same, they, of course they weren't gassed, but they literally had no control over their own bodies. So this is so important because they have this liberation that's like, look, my body is my own. My mind is my own and I am equal and I can contribute in an equal way. I believe, yes. So think about it. If you, you came from a family that had a farm and you're a girl, Mm -hmm. right your parents and then you get married when your parents go off that's your husband's farm or Mm -hmm. something like how they transfer property like you didn't have no property even though you may came from money but it's the guy who's going to take over everything right like what my money (laughs) exactly Uh -uh. (laughs) money like money money (laughs) you're like what so that's that is true encouraging that it's okay it's okay Exactly. So we are getting close to time, but I'll quickly go through these other ones. And Rissy, if you want to make a comment on any of them afterwards, definitely do so. Um, uh, So educational. Education is basically having the right to have knowledge or the right to knowledge itself, to have a proper education for Mm -hmm. all. So is that Mm -hmm. equal education? Um, Economic is basically... um, Oh, let's see. I'm looking at this. You're going to, too fast. I'm going too fast. I'm trying to summarize what I'm seeing here. Um, but basically closing that gap and allowing to have equal footing. It is more or less what Rissy you were talking about earlier about the, the, the wage gap between women and men. Yes. And political. So political is having that voice in politics. It's allowing that re- representation in congress or legislation um or like in congress the senate you know or even vice president right right now we have kamala harris boom boom exactly so it's having that representation that voice in in more of the politics and the laws um i believe psychological um so that kind of goes with the social empowerment um it Gonna goes it transgresses this is i'm just quoting this one right now it transgresses the traditional and patriotic patriarchal taboos and social obligations and lets women go beyond what is expected from them in society so basically trying to build their self-confidence and their self-worth other than just the i'm just a body that can produce children or i'm just a housewife no you're more than you are a person that is intelligent, that you're a person that can do so much more, you're a value, you can help others, and so on and so forth, or do whatever you want to do. So that is psychological. And that is the total. I thought there were six. No, there were five. <laughs> wow. Wow, break room buddies. It is late. It is- <laughs> We do this for you guys. We do this for you guys. <laughs> we just want to let you know, like, women power, you can do it in so many different ways. Like, Kanaja mentioned before, socially encouraging women to do branch into different industries, as well as changing the total norm of lifestyles, okay? Your life is more than kids. Education. Tell kids, you know, nothing wrong, okay? Nothing is wrong with being uh, whatever you feel like it. But it's okay if you want to get a degree in construction management. Okay, mm-hmm. it's okay if you want to be a, a mathematician or you want to be 
uh, you know, or engineer, that's okay. Those are industries that are not represented with women and it's okay if you want to do something, you, you know, there's more doctors that obviously now than it was back then, but you know, Hey, you can be a specialer doctor. I don't know. <laughs> specialer. A specialer doctor. So <laughs> mine is math where she's is speaking. <laughs> that's today you know when they talk about that one surgeon that only works on this condition that could be you yes exactly we never know so um (laughs) on that Uh, specialer condition (laughs) psychological you know we hear a lot of studies or some of them at first were based on the the male brain okay Mm -hmm. so some of what the findings may not be 100 percent true right because a lot of the studies, earlier studies of a lot of different things were based on the male brain, not necessarily the female brain. Right. So, boom, political, boom. Let your voice be heard because women vote matter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mic drop. Boom. Awesome, Rissy. <laughs> you say. With that, we are out of time. So before we get back to work, let's finish out with our final thoughts. Rissy, you want to go first? Sure. Let's see here. Let me go get my little timer on. Oh, stopwatch. All right, five, six, seven, eight. I love this topic. I think a lot of people um, need to have a conversation about what exactly is women empowerment. People feel like it's like, no, I don't need no man. No, that's not it at all. We just want to say, hey, for certain things, certain accesses, we want to have equal access to the same opportunities and resources as our male counterparts. Mm-hmm. That is what women empowerment is, not this crazy rah rah stuff, okay? <laughs> and that's my 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. So I like to think of it as another way as well. It's like women empowerment is definitely that, but hey, you know what? If a woman wants to feel very proud of who they are just just for once be like yeah you know go you and stuff like that now of course if they're taken out in a totally different way men are not what a lot of in the bad way the feminists say but yeah we just want equality let's just treat each other the same you know of course it's consideration of course you know when it comes to your own relationships you're gonna have your certain job you know that work for you guys does that mean that it's not equal? No, it's between you two. So make it make it between you two, because I know how that can be. So, <laughs> so all we're asking is treat us like you treat anybody else. We have a brain, we have a heart, just like you do, and it's not any less. It's not less efficient than yours. And that's my exactly. thirty seconds. Bam. Awesome. So be sure to comment on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter on what you thought about today's podcast and about women empowerment or even about feminism or anything along those lines. So with that, thank you for listening in. Bye, Break Room Buddies. Bye. See you next time. Thank you for spending your break with us time to get back to the grind for some suggestions on what we talk about next time send us an email at ourbreakroom at gmail.com see you next time break room buddies